0: En fait, j'ai voulu te téléphoner pour te demander Allo, quelque chose quoi yeah. mm. Quelque chose quoi Okay, well, thank you to Zap Mama for alo alo and hello to all of you listening out there, whether on the radio or streaming worldwide at WOMR.org. This is Arts Week, and I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. The Provincetown Theater has launched its four-star solo show festival, and they're These are some performers you do not want to miss. Tonight and tomorrow night, you can see Carol Lampert and that Dorothy Parker. Then June 14th through 16th, it's James Jackson Jr. with On Broadway and more. Sam Hamashina brings Banana to the stage June 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And Jody Christopherson rounds out the series with St. Kilda. That's June 28th through 30th. Times and tickets are at ProvincetownTheater.org. That's theater with an dot org. The newest exhibit at the Provincetown Museum and Pilgrim Monument is an anecdotal LGBTQ plus history of the last century of Provincetown curated by the Generations Project. Visitors can continue to explore the true narrative surrounding the complex relationship between the Mayflower Pilgrims and the region's original inhabitants, the Wampanoag tribe, with the Our Story exhibit. And you can find out more about that at pilgrim-monument.org. On June twenty eighth, for one performance only at six p.m., the Provincetown Art Association and Museum is presenting a staged reading of Debbie Weiss's one act play remembering Good Harbor Beach. Although they had met before, it was not until summer 1923 that Josephine Nivison and Edward Hopper came to Gloucester, Massachusetts to paint that they started to court. At Joe's urging, Ed started to use watercolors to capture the light. And later that year, she arranged for his work to be up next to hers in a show at the Brooklyn Museum that would help launch his career. Remembering Good Harbor Beach takes you from this first summer in Gloucester to 16 years later at their summer home in Truro as it delves into the complicated relationship of this artist couple. It's often forgotten that Jo is an artist in her own right, her work hanging next to that of Picasso, Medigliani, and others. The play recognizes her talent and gives her her due. This two character, 30 minute, one act play set on two Massachusetts capes, Cape Anne and Cape Cod, will be presented in a wide variety of arts and cultural venues throughout the region this year, the 100th anniversary of the summer that would be so pivotal. After the stage reading of the play by local actors John Dennis Anderson and Jerese Hansen, Provincetown Art Association and Museum CEO Christine McCarthy will speak about how some of the Hopper's artwork and memorabilia came to be part of the permanent collection. Admission is $20 paid at the door. The doors open at 530. There are no reservations, but you can find out more about it at paam.org. At Cape Reps, starting June 25th, it's a remounting of the 2021 limited run of The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane, directed by Maura Hanlon, and it's at the Outdoor Theater. Edward Tulane is a vain porcelain rabbit, more concerned with his wardrobe than the affection of Abilene, the little girl who loves him. Lost overboard on a trip abroad, Edward begins a twenty year journey to learn what it means to love, the pain of losing that love, and the courage it takes to love again. This beautiful theatrical adaptation of Kate de Camilla's award winning tale is ensemble storytelling at its best. And don't mistake it for a children's show. It's for adults as well as families and tackles important themes of love and loss. And you can find out more about it, get times and tickets at caperep.org. A showcase of Andrea Sawyer's the COVID paintings is up in the Hatches Harbor Room of Seashore Point through June 30th. Parking is at the rear of the building. The, and speaking of the exhibits, sorry about that. The artist told me. To keep from going bonkers and keep myself productive during COVID, I set a goal to do 144 12 by 12 oils on canvas in one year. Richard Lacasse recently invited me to do a show at Seashore Point. When I met with him there, he asked if I could display perhaps a dozen paintings. He turned white when I countered with, how about 144? So go and enjoy them all. The Provincetown Art House has returned. Performers from Audra McDonald to Juju B to Marilyn May. Check them out at ProvincetownArthouse.com. Don't forget that next week is Cabaret Fest. This year's theme is By the Sea with Sondheim, and there are 13 new shows presented by award-winning performers. You can get more information about that at ProvincetownCabaretFest.com. Also, beginning tomorrow and running for the weekend, it's the 16th International Encaustic Conference, directed by Sherry Mittenthal and produced by Truro Center for the Arts at Castle Hill. And for more information on that, you can consult the conference's Facebook page. Finally, if you're listening right now, it's probably because you turned to me and Candace to inform you of events, shows, readings, and to bring performers and artists' voices into meaningful conversations. How much is that worth to you? If it's worth $15 a month, you can become a sustaining member of Arts Week and have your name read by each of us every week. Please consider supporting WOMR and Arts Week by calling 508-487-2619 right now. And thank you all right well my guest in the studio today is ann hubble she is the executive director of the provincetown film society and i'm really excited to have you here because it we're right we're about to start or we're starting the film festival and a lot is going on so welcome back to arts weekend thank you so much it's nice to have you in the studio. The last time we spoke, it was on Zoom during COVID, the worst of COVID, I should say, since yep. COVID's still ongoing. But um, why don't we start by talking a little bit about the Film Society in general? Because I think that people tend to think of it just as the International Film Festival, and you do much, much more than that.
1: Absolutely. Um, so the Provincetown Film Society uh, produces the Provincetown International Film Festival. We also uh, own and operate the Water's Edge Cinema, which is a year-round cinema in the heart of Provincetown. And then we have filmmaker programs. We have a local group that meets monthly, and we foster their work. Uh, and we also have uh, an institute that works with filmmakers coming in. We have fellowships. So we do a lot uh, in addition to the festival.
0: Right. Um and one of the things you're going to be doing this summer is really exciting-sounding to me. On um, Friday nights, and you're working with the Provincetown Arts Society, and you're going to have – well, I'm not going to say it. You go ahead and tell us. Uh,
1: yeah, so we're doing um, – uh, every other Friday in the summer, starting at the end of June, we're doing outdoor screenings at the Mary Heaton-Vor's House with the Provincetown Arts Society. Um, uh, so we've got some classic movies. We'll have uh, – some snacks, some drinks. It's a really lovely, lovely evening to to sit out in the backyard there.
0: It sounds wonderful. And um, it's sort of classic films that they're going to be showing, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, we're showing um, Moonstruck, The Way We Were, La Caja Fall, and... And one other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's a mystery, so you're going to have to come and find out what the film is. No,
1: and, and, and The Graduate. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I have festival brain right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah.
0: All right. So, well, let's talk about the festival. How how does it get organized? I, I know that, you know, people come here from literally all over the world um, to see films, but I don't think a lot of people understand the kind of work that goes on behind the scenes and and the selection process and all that stuff. So, no, no wonder you're a little frazzled. <laughs> Tell us about it.
1: Well, we're one week out, uh, but we start planning pretty much the day that the last festival ends. Um, so we've been working on this for a very long time. We have a fantastic team, um, that, that puts everything together. Um, everyone's just starting to arrive in town. The people that have been working remotely, we have a lot of amazing locals that have been working with us this year too. Um, so yeah, we've been planning for a very long time. We have a call for entries for the festival that starts, um, about like six or eight months ago, we started calling for entries. Um, we have programmers that are looking at things for a very long time um, to decide what we'll show, um, scheduling special guests. Then we have, you know, the box office people and the events planners, and there's just a lot that goes on. So there's a lot of moving parts behind the scene, but we hope that it comes together to create a really fantastic event for the town.
0: Well, I think it probably is a good bet it will since <laughs> it does every year. Um, so tell us about some of the highlights. What are what are some of your favorites?
1: Um, that will be being screened? Um, Well, so the festival starts uh, on June 14th, and we're opening with a film called Cora Bora, uh, and it stars uh, a really amazing up-and-coming talent uh, named Megan Stalter, and she is also one of our Next Wave uh, honorees this year. Um, If anybody watches Hacks, they will know who she is. She plays the assistant to uh, Jean Smart's agent. And um, also her Instagram is amazing. Um, so we're excited to have her here. And, of course, opening night is a really fun night. Um, it'll, it'll be a town hall. And then we have um, other honorees. Billy Porter is coming. so that's super exciting that's
0: gonna go over well yeah yeah so
1: Billy's coming and uh, he'll be interviewed and then a really amazing uh, director named Bruce LaBruce who some people will be familiar with but we might be introducing him to others he's um Uh, a very influential uh, experimental queer filmmaker. Um, He'll be in in conversation with John Waters, um, and I think it's going to be a really great talk. John's very excited about it. Um, And, of course, we're always happy to have John on the team. Um, He's our special ambassador. (laughs) Um, uh, And he's going to be doing a book signing uh, this year as well, so come come and buy a book from John. Um, uh, what else can I tell you? We're bringing back the Evan Lawson Luncheon, which is uh, a fundraiser for the organization. It um, highlights uh, the, the role of media in um, social change. And uh, our guest this year is Fenton Bailey. Fenton is a director and producer. Uh, he's known for Party Monster and The Eyes of Tammy Faye and for being one of the creators of RuPaul's Drag Race. And Fenton has a book that's specifically about uh, the influence of, of queer media on culture. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be in conversation. Um, I, I'm really excited about that. It'll be a substantive talk and it'll be really fun. We're doing that at The Crown. We're, we're partnering with The Crown and Anchor on a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're at... Uh, the Art House, both both cinemas at the Art House, our cinema, the Waters Edge Cinema, and also Town Hall, of course.
0: Sounds like some great events. Um, so let's talk some about the films. Sure. Um, I guess I guess my first question, because I I think that not all of my audience um, is has, is quite as hip to film, perhaps as you are. Um, but what is it that you look for when you're deciding which films to um, include in the is it something that is it something that just sort of catches you? And you say this is a great film, or do you look to balance the choices? Um, what goes into
1: all that? I, I think there is some balancing. Um, uh, we're we're looking for you know of course quality work. Um, looking for work that we think the Provincetown audience uh, mm-hmm. would like to see that we want to bring to Provincetown. Um, we're also looking for you know uh, things that are. Things that um, you can't see uh, generally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at, at the movies or on television. Um, so, and we and we have a a, a a big commitment to diversity. So this year we have uh, films from all different pl- parts of the world. We have films from all different cultures, um, and we make sure that we are uh, mixing everything up so that so that people have the opportunity to see things they wouldn't normally be able to see.
0: So let's talk about some specifics.
1: Sure. Um, well, I'd love to talk about some local work because, Absolutely. because it's been, uh, uh, as I said earlier, it's a big, uh, uh, important part of the film society. Um, and this year we have a lot of local work. Um, we have two documentaries uh, that are CAPE based one is called uh, After the Bite which is about a shark attack that happened in Truro and one is called In the Whale which is uh, about uh, you know this story. Right. Uh, the story. Let's tell people though the fisherman who who
0: um, fell overboard and was not swallowed by a whale, but in a whale's mouth for a while, and then came back out.
1: Yes, yes. So, um, so I think those will be super interesting for local audiences. Right. Um, we have uh, Arthur Egley's feature film. Uh, uh, I really, really wish I could see this. Um, a, a little
0: blatant self promotion here. My most recent. Um, novel, which is coming out on the fifteenth, it's about an uh, art fraud. So as soon as I saw that that, that that there was this film by again a local a local um, artist uh, about art fraud, I'm thinking, wow, you know, great minds kind of <laughs> all think alike. Talk about that film a little bit.
1: Yeah, so it's called Art Thief, and it's um, uh, kind of based on the. Um, theft that happened at the Gardner Museum uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in Boston, Um, shot here in Provincetown. Um, We're we're super happy to to have it here. Um, And in addition to that, we have a lot of local shorts. Uh, We'll be showing uh, Misha Richter's uh, fantastic movie, I Am a Town, Mm -hmm. as kind of a special pre-opening on Wednesday at Town Hall um, during the 2020 uh, festival, I believe. Um, we were opening with Misha's film. I had to show it at the drive-in, which was amazing. But, um, you know, we really wanted to give it its place at Town Hall and kind of bring it home in Provincetown. So Misha's excited about that. And so are we. Um, and then uh, we have a program of of three shorts that are made by local filmmakers that are about Provincetown artists and activists. Um, it's a program called P-Town Stories, and it actually will be Monday. Um, it's free and, and open to the public. You just need to go on the website and reserve a ticket. Um, it'll be at the Water's Edge Cinema, two shows on Monday. Um, it's three um, short docs about uh, some some really amazing Provincetown people, uh Sean um, uh, Nightingale, and Sally Brophy, artists and activists from Provincetown. And it's a program that the Film Society... Uh, is developing to create local content, mm-hmm. and so we have worked with the Commons and with the province town- and with Pam, and so uh, we're, that's that's exciting. So I hope people come and see that. Um, and then we've got New England Shorts program, and then a more uh, specifically uh, sort of Cape and Massachusetts Shorts program that I hope people will see. It
0: sounds it sounds wonderful because one of the things that um, people
1: people I have spoken to. Um,
0: you know, they say, "Okay, it's an international film festival. What's the point of it being here as opposed to anywhere else because of it being an international film festival?" And um, I like your emphasis on the locality and the locale. I think that's really helpful, and it makes it, it gives a certain buy-in. I think for local people as well as those coming from afar.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly intentional. We, um, you know, being the oldest arts colony in the country. Um, we are uh, trying to really firmly cement filmmaking into part of that community. Um, it's our 25th year, so I feel like, you know, we've got a foothold. And I want to make sure that people are remembering that we have a lot of people here that are um, making making media. Um, and whether you're a director or a producer or, you know, a hair and makeup person or an actor, there's just so many talented people here that are working in the film industry. Um, so we want to... Mm-hmm create a community for those people and also share their work with the town and with international people who travel here.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I'm probably a little bit late to the party for some of these films, but, <laughs> 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 but, for, um, but where can people go to get tickets? How do they get tickets? How does that all work?
1: So um, uh, our box office is on Commercial Street this year. We're in a storefront on Commercial Street. Um, so you can stop in and get tickets. You can go online to our website, which is provincetownfilm.org, and you can purchase tickets online. We have passes on sale if you want to get a discount on things, and passes will also get you into certain special events. Uh, and, um, yeah, those are the ways you can get tickets. Excellent. It's, it's, we, make, we try to make it easy. <laughs>
0: I'd like to just take a step back from the festival and from the society and just talk about you for a moment um, because we've seen a number of different directors come and go. And I would love to hear um, what motivates you, what your background is, and, and why you're here today.
1: Well, uh, I, I've i been coming to Provincetown for years. And I started coming to this film festival um, as a sponsor um, and, and I, an, another role in my life, I work for Kodak and we were for many years sponsored the festival. And so I got to know the festival and the people that organized the festival. And I got to know the town a bit and, uh, really like everybody else who lives here, fell in love with it. And so, um, so when the opportunity arose, uh, I said, Great! I think I think that sounds I think that sounds like a good thing to do. Um, I after I that's one of the best answers I've what, ever heard. I like that. <laughs> what what uh, what? Uh, so once I started coming to the festival, uh, in addition to my Kodak role, I also produce, and so I produced a couple of movies, and uh, I came here as a filmmaker. I uh, also attended in previous years uh, as a panelist. So I'd been um, sort of. Uh, part of the festival community here for like 20 years before before I you know jumped in. But you know I, I I love Provincetown. I think it's a great spot, and I think the the creative energy is so wonderful. And so having a film festival here, you know, as as you're saying, is is part partially about this community, but also about bringing people to Provincetown and sharing what the town is all about. Um, this year we have. 200 requests for filmmaker badges
0: wow that's amazing
1: yeah so we don't have 200 movies in the festival. right 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 <laughs> thankfully um but we have but we have several people coming from from like different team you know different filmmaking teams coming mm-hmm. so um that's exciting to have that much energy in town and i hope when people see uh uh, uh, you know, festival participants walking around with badges. Uh, you know, stop them and say hi and have a conversation. And um, what make film them feel did welcome. you just see? Yeah, I
0: love that. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like that's one of the best things you can find out if you're waiting in line for something else. You know what 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 else you should see? But we're we're really excited to have that many filmmakers here.
0: I did want to. I, I know this is a terrible question. It's almost like saying. <laughs> I have to preface it because everyone says, oh, that's a terrible question. So I'll say it right up front. It's a terrible question. It's like which of your children is your favorite. But if you had to pick one or two films that are close to your heart or that really impress you in some way, what would they be? Mm,
1: Well, I haven't really seen everything at the festival yet because I haven't had time to watch the festival yet. Been kind of
0: busy working on the festival. I've been busy working.
1: (laughs) Um, I'll, I'll say some things that I'm... That I'm interested in seeing. I'll, I'll say that because I don't want a Sophie's Choice this thing. Um, so uh, we have a couple of music docs that I'm excited to see. Um, there's a we've got Taylor Mac, who is a, a, a performance artist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, very excited about that. Um, and Taylor will be here. Uh, it's and it's um, I. I don't know where we are in the in the history of it. I think we're like maybe a the the Massachusetts premiere, but um, that's really exciting. I love his work. Um, and then we have an Indigo Girls documentary um, that I'm sure will be a crowd pleaser. I did see that at Sundance, and and that's great. Um, we have a documentary about Rock Hudson. That sounds fun. That yeah. um, my good friend uh, Stephen made. Um, and then we have some uh, some. Uh, dramas that I hope people will go see. Um, There's a movie I saw at Sundance this year called Passages by Ira Sachs. Um, It's quite good. Um, Our son with Billy Porter. Um, uh, I think uh, it's coming just from, I think, the Tribeca Festival to us. Um, And that that looks amazing. And then we have another um, movie that I saw at Sundance called A Little Prayer, which is set in North Carolina. It's directed by Angus Angus McLaughlin, and um david strathairn stars in it and david mm-hmm. and some of the other cast will be here for the q a's so um you know those are some of the bigger like feature things that i'm kind of looking forward to mm. and then the shorts programs um i think you can't really go wrong our shorts programmer right. v- valerie is amazing and um this year the uh film festival was um, granted Academy accreditation. So what that means is if a short wins a prize at our festival, they're automatically qualified for Academy Award consideration.
0: What were the criteria for, for becoming part of
1: that? Oh, it's a whole process that you have to go through really? um, and um, apply. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, we had to apply for it. It took a couple of years, um, but it came through. And so it, it, it really elevates the festival um, and the opportunities for filmmakers. So um, so we had, uh, due to that and the fact that uh, I think a lot of people made work during the pandemic, there's a lot more work right now, um, we have eight shorts programs um, that, that are that will be at the festival. Um, I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them, um, but you know, look look through the catalog and see what they're they're you know uh, kind of curated uh, so that so that they all make sense mm-hmm. as a group uh, for each one. Um, but I I would say. It, and if you're not a shorts person, I would say take a chance on a shorts program because you'll see a lot of new talent, um, you know. And mm-hmm. if one of them doesn't strike your fancy, there's four or five more, and I, I guarantee you <laughs> you'll like something.
0: Right. Um, so you mentioned the catalog. Where can people find that? Okay.
1: So um, at the box office, mm-hmm. uh, in in person this right. weekend. Um, and online, everything's online. So yeah. there's a grid that'll tell you everything that's playing. So when you make your selections, you'll see that you don't want to, you know, see something if it conflicts with something else or, you know, schedule your pedicure at that time. <laughs> Whatever it is, you can make your schedule based on the grid. Um, and then uh, all all the films and the events are listed online um, and you can buy tickets there. Excellent. Excellent. And I just want to remind people of the dates. Great. So it's um, Wednesday, June 14th to sunday june 18th a lot of stuff going on in a short amount of time we also just want to remind you again
0: of the um outdoor summer series films at the mary heat house and that's every other friday and they can find out about that
1: uh, on our website, website and also i believe on the provincetown art society website um you can buy uh for for that summer series you can buy a pass to all four screenings or you can buy individual tickets it sounds like it'll be
0: a lot of fun. I mean, the whole thing is always a lot of fun, but that in particular is piquing my interest. Yeah, we're going to have a good summer that we kick off with the festival. I think so. Well, Anne Huffle, thank you so much for being my guest on Arts Week. Thank you for all you're doing for the film society and for Provincetown. And um, I hope I don't know what the word is for it. Good luck, break a leg, whatever, for the for the festival.
1: We'll take it. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: And thanks to everybody for listening and there's a lot to see and do out there. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. This has been Art Sweet. Goodbye for now. Bye, 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 bye.